with your violin hanging out. Jesus. <laughs> I see you, King David, minstreling around with your violin hanging out. Minstrels, man. Raise up a standard. Glory. They will inspire the musicians to make some much better music. Glory. There's some okay stuff out there, but I'm looking for the new song. I'm looking for the music that'll just blow the angels away. You know, something that comes right out of the Father, bubbling up in your belly. And I know some of you are musicians. We got every nation, tribe, and tongue at the sound of my voice today. We do. We're hitting every nation, every tribe, and every tongue today from the white throne judgment seat of Christ as the rainbow soul of Jesus in the heavenly sphere reigning Christ through all flesh, all souls, worldwide. And it will inspire the masses. Maybe they'll give God credit, or maybe they'll just take it for granted. But every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of heavenly lights in whom there is no shadow or variation of turning. I am the Lord and I change not. I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. But guess what? We are repenting big time. We are changing big time. I am so thankful to be changing. The word for changing is Romans 12.2, metamorphosis. <laughs> Did you change your mind today? Did you come into agreement with a greater word <laughs> than anything you've ever heard? You know, we got the hidden manna, the fresh manna, the high holy showbread of the third heaven and the throne of God, of the heavenly Sanhedrin. We minister every day directly before the living Father, face to face. Amen? Therefore, we have the freshest bread, the showbread, the living word, the Holy Word, energized, active, sharper than any two-edged sword, to the dividing asunder of soul from spirit and bone from marrow. And it is a judgment seat of Christ upon the intentions and thoughts of all heart life of the nations. And it's a good judgment. It's a cleansing of the nations. Really, the only thing that's going to be taken out is death and hell from your hearts and minds and people are so bewitched they don't want to let go of the demon in their brain they think the demon in their brain is good sound biblical truth brother you know or, I'm holding on to this truth in my brain you know that I know for certain from direct revelation from the angel Gabriel if I'm not and then the glory comes and just whacks that thing right through the brain and it's like oh Oh, he turned the water into wine. He wasn't trying to steal from me. He wasn't trying to hurt me. He was trying to heal me. He was trying to glorify me. He's a good father. <laughs> People don't know the father. If they knew the father, their brains would be whiter than the stars of the heavens in the white Shekinah light that burns but doesn't consume. You know what I'm saying? Shekinah glory? Your brain is like the sun on the glory of God. The sun's just a rock that burns with fire. So is your brain. 
You're created to be morning stars when the morning stars sang for joy. Book of Job, it is written. You're created to be morning stars or also called sons of God. The word for morning stars or sons of God is synonymous in the text of Job. Called ones whose souls burn with the brightness of the white throne judgment seat of Christ. The brilliance and the light being of God the Father blazing through your brains. <laughs> your brains are a white stone and you got a new name written on your forehead, the New Jerusalem, as is written in Revelation. I will write the name of New Jerusalem on them. Because your body's the temple of New Jerusalem and your mind's the gate of God. You can release as much glory as you have faith for every day and flood your region. The only thing holding you back is religion. Sometimes rebellion too. But rebellion is usually just because there's some pride that doesn't think there's anything more to God. Some unbelief, which is religion. Some doubt and unbelief that blocks the mind from thinking that God has anything for you and you know, you're know you just stuck in, in the flesh and just try to be a good person religiously by your human effort. That has nothing to do with the new covenant. That's the old covenant. Being a good, being a good boy and a good girl by your human ability is the old covenant. 2,000 years ago, we entered a new covenant because you can't be good. <laughs> our righteousness is filthy rags. Now the Lord is our goodness. They called him that in the old covenant. The Lord is my provider. Jehovah Jireh, everyone exclaims. Then it's like, well, where is he? He's out there somewhere in dead cold space, you know, sitting on Nibiru on a reptilian throne, casting magic spells from stars that fell from heaven upon human cities. You know, wondering why terrible things happen to people every day, and they blame God when it's actually Satan's angels that fell from heaven in outer space. <laughs> you know? Well, you do know now. Holy Spirit, don't get abducted. <laughs> get raptured. What tree in the garden are you in? Knowledge, the flesh, or life of the anointing? I'm telling you guys, the anointing is a rich treasury of glory. Christ in you, the hopes of all glorious things. The bewitchment is so severe that it's called the potent sorcery of Babylon the Great. It's deceived all nations of all Christians. Even the leaders of the charismatic church are totally and completely bewitched. They're, till, they're still about church planting. They're about how many thousands and hundreds of churches did you get? You know, and it's and I watch them getting frustrated. I've watched them this year as the sons of God are manifesting more of the rainbow of the soul of Jesus through the heavenly sphere because it's sonship and it's about quality, not quantity. And it's about the body being glorified. The temple of God is the human body. God has never dwelt in any building made by human hands. And I watch the leaders of the charismatic church growing in frustration, anger, murder, rage. And it's because everything they believed in their brain is a lie. Now, I know they've done some good stuff, constant miracle signs and wonders, and, you know, we feel the presence of God, and we're in this, these buildings, and we're having conferences, and we're doing church, and got itinerant ministry, and, you know, some good stuff happened, and because grace abounds, and God loves everyone, and He'll use even the donkey to reach someone sometimes. But I'm telling you, the time for the manifestation of the sons of God from your bellies is at hand. The time for the temple of God, which is the human body, is to be glorified is at hand. And I will fill the temple with glory. It's a covenant promise, and he's not talking about any brick and mortar building. He's not talking about your physical houses. He's not talking about 
your physical churches. He's going to fill your bodies with glory. And you're going to stay full. And you're going to grow into the full release of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit through the heavenly sphere. It's called the reign of Christ. The millennia reign of Christ is at hand. All you had to do is rely on the anointing in you and grow the tree of life up through the roots of your heart and out the branches of your soul. And you could easily cover the entire universe as one Christian. <laughs> it's true. One person could raise a standard like Noah and drown the world. But the thing about it is, it's not one person. It's 300 drinkers, the government of God. That is what will be revealed this month, next month, as revival begins to break out everywhere. People will always scurry around in the glory, trying to go higher, you know, be like, there's more, there's more, there's more. And they're like kids in a candy shop, and they're going higher, and they're scurrying, you know, like a locust army. It's like they go all the way to the top, and they're on the throne. They'll meet the Gideon's 300, the government of God, on earth as it is in heaven. You'd be shocked. These are the most persecuted men and women in the entire world in Christianity. The ones that everyone has just cast aside, saying, like, they're too fanatical, they're a little off, they're crazy. These are the nutcases of the Holy Ghost. No, they're actually just the most like God the Father. <laughs> and you're totally still human in your mind, and everything you've judged about Gideon's 300 and the sons of God is unrighteous judgment, and you're not even going to be condemned for it. You're going to be totally forgiven and cleansed for it. Because perfect love drives out all condemnation, which is fear. Perfect love drives out all condemnation, which is fear. So when you got a demon of religious fear in you that keeps you beat up in your brain, it's only a matter of time that the love of the Father hits you so hard that it casts that thing into hell, and you're set free. And then you begin to rise higher in the spirit of your mind. How high can you go? Into what's called the most high. <laughs> you know he's called that in Isaiah? And he's called that in Acts. The Apostle Paul says, The most high has never dwelt in any building made by human hands. Then why are you still going into a hotel? Or why are you still going into a church? And Well, God meets you where you're at. He'll give you an exodus. He'll rip the roof off the place and confront everyone's lies. The Father is no respecter of persons, which means He won't respect your opinions. He won't respect the lies you believe in your mind that are holding you down into an earthly existence when He's a heavenly being, <laughs> the Most High. He's just going to confront you in perfect love like He confronted the older prodigal sons, plural, plural in Luke 15. <laughs> and the flesh will be absolutely crucified because you have rebellious flesh and you have religious flesh but you don't have any good flesh. No, you have a good father. <laughs> Jesus said about himself, you can't even call me good, and he's the son of God, the Messiah. Don't even call me good. Only call the father good. Jesus Christ, it is written. So we want to say, like, well, the things I'm doing in my flesh are good. Look at my good works. You know, look at what I do naturally. I mean, it's filthy rags, obviously. But I tell you the truth, when the Father's goodness leads you to repentance, His works shall appear. Father, let your works appear. 
We're not lazy bums. We don't just sit around and get high on God all the, all the time. No, no. We manifest the anointing. <laughs> like seven blazing torches and we turn the nations into a trading sea of glass with balanced measuring scales. Amen. Business shall boom for eternity and nobody will even be greedy anymore because they'll, they'll not use Satan's stars in witchcraft and manipulation to do business. Those days are over. The kingdom age begins with the manifestation of the sons of God. We've been manifesting about 10 years now and it's been a freaking nightmare because they hate us because we re remove the church age and the church age is a trillion dollar business and we've been condemned by hundreds and hundreds of full-time ministers that will do anything they can to shut us down to you know quench us to to shut us up and to make sure our message becomes so obscure and, and not heard that nobody repents nobody goes higher I mean it's been non-stop the most severe persecution of all time towards the manifestation of the sons of God. And you know what? There's not even one wound in my armor. There's not even one wound in my brothers and sisters of Gideon's 300 armor. I mean, it's like when you hold your ground in the anointing and are just faithful to the Father no matter what comes against you, you're immediately healed right after the attack, even if you're attacked 3,000 times per day, like we were in 2006 and 2007. I'd get literally 3,000 hate mails per day. 3,000, I tell you no lie. And it went on for months like that, when the Drunken Glory movement broke out after the Florida outpouring failed. Hundreds and thousands every day of pure murder and hate from charismatic Christians. and. I understood what was going on because we were carrying the body of Christ into the kingdom. We were sacking and sacrificing man's cap in Christianity and say, hey, no more human leadership. Let only now the seven spirits of God, of the sons of God, the rainbow souls of Jesus of the heavenly sphere, be the cap over cities and nations. And that's what we bring. We bring the discipleship of cities and nations with the soul of Jesus Christ, and these are the abilities of the Anointed One and His anointing. These are the abilities of God the Father in the reign of Christ, ruling and reigning. We're not, you know, here to do signs and wonders, <clears throat> although signs and wonders follow those who believe. You know, <laughs> we've seen crazy signs and wonders every day for 19 years. Today I had two different times where angel feathers physically materialized around my head, one on my computer and one during worship. Where I see angel feathers just go poof, just like a little sprinkle of the angelic realm. It's been going on since the day I was born again. And you know what? You get so angelic, you get so heavenly, that you're excited about the signs and wonders, you're excited about the heavenly realm manifesting through your body, but you're most excited actually about people repenting and going higher in the spirit of their mind so that they're more heavenly, so that the heavenly realm called the kingdom, can spread through the earth so that people aren't submitted to religious sorcerers, submitted to religious spirits. The main problem in America is that people are submitted to religious spirits, and the religious spirit is Jezebel pretending to be Jesus Christ. 
You have a Jezebelic church that's bewitched and God outside-minded witchcraft that's so severe, it's literally the fulfillment of the scripture that says the potent sorcery of Satan's stars have deceived all nations. I mean, the maximum measure of the second heavens of starlight, of created light, of Satan and his angels, inside human brains, in white magic. Egyptian white magic, pretending to be Christianity. It's Egyptian white magic. That's what Freemasonry is, and that's what religion is. It's Egyptian white magic. It uses the second heavens in the appearance of good, in the knowledge of good, with Satan and his angels partnering with religious fanatics to kill, steal, and destroy all human souls by pressing Satan's stars into every brain. But the sons of God, we come from a higher realm of the third heaven, and we wash all that second heaven's light out of all flesh for the third heaven light to wash through you in the reign of Christ. That's the glory of God washing away all the witchcraft of Satan and his angels worldwide this season in never-ending revival. If you want to sow into that word, donate at redlettermen.com and be blessed. Amen.